Welcome to the Fueled AF podcast, where we educate you on ways to fuel your mind, body, and soul. We're your hosts, Alex and Avery. Now let's jump in. What is up, guys? Happy freaking Friday. Welcome back to the Fueled AF podcast. I am here solo. This is Alex, if you can't tell by my voice, but I am here solo this week. Avery is sick. So unfortunately, she will not be joining me for this episode, but I still wanted to come on here and talk about all of the fun things that we were going to talk about this week. So this week, we were going to be each kind of diving into our health and fitness story and kind of like how it all began for us and the things that we've learned and like the mindset shifts that we've had. Um, So like I said, I'm totally going to be diving into it solo this week. So I'm really excited to kind of cover my story and just talk more about, you know, each year of my health and fitness journey and a lot of the the roadblocks and the barriers and the things that I've had to kind of overcome. So um, the first thing I always love to talk about when it comes to, you know, my health and fitness journey is I love to talk about, you know, what were the things that I really was struggling with? Because I know that for a lot of people, when it comes to their health and fitness journey, um, you know, it, it oftentimes, I would say nine times out of 10, most people who I meet with on a regular basis, um, it often does start with like wanting that physical change, right? You know, I, I wanted to feel more confident. I wanted to look better in a swimsuit. I wanted to lose weight. Like there were so many things on the physical side that really pushed me to get started. But one of the coolest, um, transformations is, is my mindset. And I know that that's something with a lot of our clients we work with is really the, the mindset shift that they have in terms of yes, being focused on those physical results, but also coming up with so many other really great results that go so much further beyond that. And so I kind of want to kick the episode off by just talking about like where I was at in the position that I was at, um, before I really, really started to get into health and fitness and, and decided to make this change. So we are taking this, <clears throat> excuse me, we are taking all this all the way back to high school. So when I was in high school, I was um, a pretty active kid. I def- definitely loved sports. I played volleyball. I played basketball. Um, and then during the off season, I oftentimes was playing basketball, um, whether it be on like a city league team or summer league teams, um, or even just going to like open gyms. So I was definitely um, an athlete that that was really where my passions lied as far as high school went. And when it came to high school, I, I was a tall girl growing up. I played post in basketball and, um, I was always way taller than all of my friends. And I know that, um, when I think back to, you know, my headspace back then, I, I wasn't like super insecure, but there were insecurities that I dealt with on a daily basis, especially just being like, quote unquote, bigger than my friends. Um, you know, I, I never was like fully confident in my body, but as an athlete, I pretty much ate whatever the heck I wanted. I was just super into sports. So it wasn't something that I spent a lot of time like dwelling on, um, which is good. I definitely am glad that, you know, I wasn't super consumed with like my body image. Like I was post high school when I was actually in high school, because, you know, I was young, you know, and at at a young age, we're so impressionable and Luckily, social media wasn't something that was like too crazy back when I was in high school. I think that now, you know, when it comes to high schoolers and body image, like it's definitely more relevant in terms of like people who struggle with body image and, um, you know, the comparison and social media and all of that. Um, but yeah, when I get started, I, I was, or not when I got started, but back in high school, I was very athletic, played a lot of sports, never really had to care about what I ate. I kind of just ate whatever the heck I wanted. Then came time to graduate high school. So I was originally going to play college basketball, but then the summer going into college, I decided not to go to college. 
um, therefore not play summer basketball or not play college basketball. So I got a job and I started working for a title company. So I just got an eight to five job. Um, this was very much a job that I thought I would be at my whole life. Like it was a, a big girl job. It was a career. Um, and the, the position that I held at that job for the most part, I worked there for six years and for probably four of those six years, maybe even five of those six years, um, I spent a lot of time taking clients out to lunch. So I went to a lot of different lunch places. I went out to breakfast with clients. I was bringing sweets and treats into a lot of offices. Um, and so with that kind of role that I had at that um, business, I really like was it, I didn't know how to eat. So I kind of just eating whatever the heck I wanted. And then um, I would say probably two years post high school, I started to really get pretty insecure with myself. I started to get insecure with my body image. Um, I had little to no sex drive. So I was really insecure just in my relationship. Um, it was something that just progressively got worse and worse over the six years that I was working this job. Now, it wasn't the full six years because I, I did start my health and fitness journey while I was working at this job, but it was definitely something that progressively just got worse and worse for me in terms of my body image and my self-confidence and my energy levels and my sex life, like I said, and my my libido. And there were so many different things that were just not ideal. So what do I do? I take to Pinterest. I take to Facebook. I try to find, you know, how are people losing weight these days? I don't know how to do anything. You know, I used to just be pretty active in high school and now I'm finally having to learn like how to, how to eat right. And, um, you know, what do I need to do to lose weight? So I started to kind of dabble into fad diets and yo-yo diets. Um, I always like to tell people, like, I feel like I was that girl who has tried every single diet under the sun. Like I've done keto diet. I've done vegan. Cause I thought that that was going to make me lose weight. Um, I've done the weight loss pills. I've done waist trainers. I've done like skinny teas. I've done like juicings or like juice cleanses. Um, like I, I truly feel like if there's a diet out there, I've probably tried it at some point. Um, and so that was kind of where I was at. I was on this cycle of not being consistent with the gym and, um, you know, just trying to solve all of my problems through yo-yo dieting and extreme restriction. And, um, I know when I, I don't know what year it was, but I did actually sign up for a half marathon um, when I was kind of first getting started in the gym. And I wanted to do the half marathon because I just wanted to like, I thought that that would be a really cool accomplishment. I never really liked running. And I, I do love the idea of having like a goal and something to work toward. Um, and I remember when I signed up for that, I had such high hopes that like, okay, maybe like doing all of this half marathon training and running miles and miles on end, um, you know, like maybe this would really help me when it comes to losing weight. But I was also simultaneously like really getting into the gym at that time, but I'm kind of skipping ahead. So Moral of the story, you guys, I feel like when it comes to my health and fitness journey, I have truly tried everything under the sun. Um, and then what had happened is we got married in 2018. It was the best day ever. I literally look back and I'm so happy with how everything went. Um, obviously I got to marry the love of my life and I was surrounded by family. It was truly, truly such a beautiful day. And um, what I'm about to say does not take away from that at all. But I remember after we got married, we got our wedding photos back and I was just kind of let down. I, you know, scrolling through the photos, didn't love the way I looked in a lot of them. Um, like specifically the ones of Charlie and I, like having our first kiss at the altar because of like the side angle of the photos. I was just not confident in how I looked. I was not confident in my body. I had a lot of insecurities. Um, looking back at those photos, like I said, it was the, you know, the best day of my life outside of finding out that we're pregnant. But I, I just remember thinking, wow, I, 
you know, everybody dreams of like their wedding day and feeling so beautiful in those photos. And I just don't really feel that. And I I wish I would have made a change sooner. And so when I get on consult calls with people and they talk about, Hey, I'm getting married in a year. I'm getting married in a couple of years. I want to get in shape for my wedding. I, I think that it's so cool that they're thinking of that. Cause that, that is something that I always kind of regret, but that being said, if it didn't work out the way that it worked out, then I would not be where I'm at today. So I don't regret anything really. Um, but it is something that, you know, I look back on those photos and there is a little bit of disappointment, not so much anymore because I've, I've learned so much about myself and I've, ha- I've learned to develop so much grace with myself, but yeah, those photos was kind of like a wake up call for me. So I remember getting those photos. It was probably, uh, I want to say we got married in July. I probably got those photos around like October, November. Um, and then my health and fitness journey began. So I actually know to the date on when I got started on my health and fitness journey, cause it's my brother-in-law's birthday, but I got started on my health and fitness journey on December 10th, 2018. So this December, it will mark five years. Um, so I'm not quite at five years. Um, but yeah, I remember the day to the exact day I went to the gym for the first time. And that's kind of what, what had started for me is I went to the gym because I wanted to get quote unquote skinny. Like that was my goal. I want to be skinny. I want to have more confidence. Uh, And I thought that that would come with being, like I said, quote unquote skinny. Um, So took the gym on December 10th and I started just going to the gym consistently. That was kind of the first thing that had happened. Um, I think I did the keto diet, like right before I started going to the gym, Honestly, it was like four, four and a half years ago. So I'm not, I don't really remember, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely didn't pay too much attention to my nutrition as I was getting started. It was more so just kind of building that consistency in the gym. Um, so about six months in, I had been going to the gym super regularly. Like I said, I had no like, um, plan of attack with nutrition. Really. I was kind of eating low restrictive calories. I had tried the keto diet. I had tried glue juice cleanses, um, all of that kind of within the first, six months of my, my health and fitness journey. I also had no like plan of attack when it came to my workouts. I was following Instagram swipe workouts, high intensity workouts on Pinterest. Um, I spent a lot of my time on the treadmill, like probably half of my workout on the treadmill treadmill. Um, I know when I was really first getting started, like the treadmill was the, the place that felt the most comfortable. And that's, that's a common thing. I know for a lot of people when they're getting started in the gym, cause the weights can be scary. Um, and intimidating. So yeah, I definitely had no plan of attack whatsoever as far as um, getting into my health and fitness journey. So that was about six months in. So about a year into my health and fitness journey, I really had kind of like an epiphany. And I had realized that like being quote unquote skinny was no longer my goal. Um, I really started to fall in love with, you know, weightlifting and resistance training. And I, I wanted to be strong and healthy. Like that was when I had that like, okay, I don't want to be skinny. I want to be strong. I want to be healthy. I want to feel good. And I feel like that was also a very pivotal point in my journey. And when I really started to see really good results, you know, I started to research a lot more about health and fitness in general. I started to follow a lot more reputable, reputable accounts, um, on Instagram and just learning as much as I could in as far as like health and fitness went, um, not necessarily just like fly flying by the seat of my pants that I was doing, you know, that whole first year, Um, So like I said, I feel like this was really pivotal when it came to my results as well. Um, So about, you know, into year two, I truly had fallen in love with the process. I had truly fallen in love with the fitness industry. Um, I had the knowledge on what to do and my life had changed so, so much. Like I said, I had 
literally fallen in love with the gym. I had fallen in love with pushing myself coming from that like athletic background in high school. Like I have always loved having a a goal and, and really pushing myself and having that like mind over matter mentality. And I, I really found a true love for that when it came to weightlifting. Um, you know, instead of restricting myself and spending hours doing cardio, I really learned like how to feel my body, how to heal my relationship with food, how to focus on weightlifting and progressive overload and training. Um, so year two is also when I got my certified personal training certification. Um, and I decided to start my own, my own online coaching business. So some of you may have heard of forever flourish coaching, but whenever an Avery, Avery and I talk about our clients, it's through forever flourish coaching. Um, so that kind of was born in year two of my health and fitness journey. I learned like, you know what? I I've learned so much. Um, I, I feel like I can truly help other women reach their goals without spending the, the literal years of wasting time, yo-yo dieting, not knowing what to do in the gym, you know, just making the same mistakes that I did. Cause I, I did, I literally wasted so much time. And I thought if I could just help one person, like just navigate this and not waste the time doing the things that I was doing and not waste, you know, the, just the energy and like have have that mindset of like, Oh, I just want to be skinny. Like I, I feel like I could help people know, like, let's be strong. Let's feel good. Um, so like I said, year two is when forever flourish coaching was born. So going into year three of my health and fitness journey, which was last year, cause I am currently on year four. Um, I, I really feel like year three was when I like, like, I felt like I just, I have it all figured out. Like I, I feel so confident. Um, I'm like the happiest I had ever been at that point. My relationship with food and my mindset and my relationship with myself has like completely transformed by this point. Um, Forever Flourish coaching also grew as a team. So we started bringing on assistant coaches and admin to our staff. Um, and we, at that point, so like I said, last year, we had helped, you know, hundreds of women with their health and fitness goals, um, and not only reach their health and fitness goals, but reach them in a sustainable way and like upregulate their metabolisms and, and learn like, Hey, I don't have to give up my favorite foods or spend hours in the gym to see results. Um, and so I feel like last year was when I really just felt super freaking aligned with everything. Um, it, it was just a really, again, kind of pivotal point. Year one and year three have been really, really big for me. So now I am, like I said, about four years in, um, at the end of this year, it'll be five years. And at, at the beginning of year four, I was really kind of focused on like just the quality of my life. Like, you know, not even the, if it fits your macros mentality, but like micronutrients and really, really diving into what's going to truly make me feel the best from the inside out and what makes me happy. And like, what benefits my biofeedback? Like, I don't just want to have these incredible results, but I want to feel fucking good. Um, I also ended up getting pregnant this year. So I guess technically last year, but year four of my health and fitness journey is when we got pregnant. Um, and I am currently pregnant. I'm eight months pregnant now. So I will be having a baby within a month or so, which is just insane. Um, but it's so cool because to see just how much my, my transformation and like my, my mindset and my mentality with everything has transformed. It's been, it's been such a beautiful thing. And I'm so freaking thankful for this journey. And I'm so thankful for all of the things in my life that got me to that point. Like I, I talk about, you know, I'm very open on my Instagram, but I talk about like, you know, the, my relationship and how I struggled with my sex drive and my libido and, I talk about, you know, my, how I used to hide in photos or not post things or feel really insecure about my wedding photos. And like, those are things that at first were really, really hard to open up about, but 
I'm so thankful for the, those painful moments in my life because they, if it weren't for those moments, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Um, I wouldn't have the career that I have in helping other women do the same thing that I did. And, um, just, it, it's literally a dream come true. So I would say like, as far as biggest things that I've learned in my health and fitness journey is to be open-minded. Like I said, when I first got started, you guys, it was literally because I didn't like photos of myself. I thought I wanted to get skinny. Like that literally was my goal. Um, and it's so much has changed from there. Um, especially in terms of just like my mindset with like the scale. Cause I, I talk about this too, but I literally obviously pre-pregnancy, but I literally weighed the same exact weight when I first got started. And at the beginning of my fourth year in like exact same weight, completely different body compositions. Um, so like really kind of getting over like what the scale says, um, learning how to heal my relationship with food. That's been a big thing that I've learned was, you know, how, how, instead of, you know, just avoiding these foods and like being that person that's like, Oh, I can't buy this at the grocery store. I can't have this in the house. Cause I'm going to eat it. How about instead I figure out what internally is making me feel that way. Try to heal that and get to a point where I, it doesn't matter. I can have those foods in my house and I literally don't even think twice about them. I can go out with friends and have some drinks and not feel guilty. Or I can go out to a family barbecue and still eat with everybody. And, you know, once my baby's here, like I'm still going to eat her birthday cake with her. And like, I, it's just, it's really, really cool to have that kind of healed relationship with food. That was something that I didn't really realize was hindering me so much when it came to my progress. And I didn't realize how much each yo-yo diet and each restrictive diet and anything that I did that was telling me, Hey, you can't have this and you need to restrict this and you can't do this. Like I didn't realize how much that was really hindering my relationship with food even more every single time. Um, so it did take a while to kind of feel that relationship with food and have a better mindset with that. But that's been another really big thing that I've learned in terms of just my health and fitness journey that like restricting food is not the answer. And I know that with diet culture and with social media, so many things are pushed out. Like we, you know, calorie deficit, calorie deficit, which yes, in order to lose weight, you do need to be in a calorie deficit. But I think that some things take it way too far in terms of extreme calorie deficits that really become detrimental to your hormonal health and your metabolic health and your biofeedback. And, um, you know, really just kind of having that mindset shift with, like I said, just with my relationship with food, I think it's really, really important. And it's something that we help women do every single day, because if you're not doing that internal healing, like you're still going to struggle with the things that you've always struggled with. Um, so I'd say those are the kind of the biggest things I've learned as far as like mindset, mindset shifts, like I said, really kind of overcoming that scale. Um, also just like, I don't know, having more confidence and, and a better relationship with myself has been really big as well. Um, the next question I had on here was like, if I could go back and tell my old self anything, what would it be, man? Honestly, I, I think a lot of it for me would be just like, just take it all in and know that it's a journey. Like we, it's called the health and finish journey. And I think Avery has said this before on a podcast, but like, it's not linear. Like, I'm not just going to constantly see results and constantly feel good, but like, I promise like it's worth it. And I, I would go back and tell my old self that because I think it would make a lot of times easier. Um, I think it's so easy to kind of, you know, quote unquote, fall off track when something doesn't go your way, or when you had weeks on weeks where you haven't seen results and you just get in a really negative mindset, but like there, the light is at the end of the tunnel and like it, it's a journey and it always will be your health is something you're always going to be experiencing and dealing with. Um, you know, I, I will be on this health and fitness journey for the rest of my life and not every day is fun. And not every day I'm going to hit PRs or see these incredible results. And, and it's hard. Like it is hard. This is a hard thing to do. You know, 
I, I think I made a post a couple of weeks ago on Instagram and we've probably all heard that, like, choose your heart, right? Like being healthy is hard, but not being healthy is hard. Like they're both really hard. I can think back to five years ago. I was in such a negative fucking headspace. I literally was so insecure. Um, I, you know, wouldn't even, I would like give up things and not do fun things because of how insecure I was. Um, and it really limited me in terms of just like the quality of my life and my relationships and myself and my, you know, everything. It, it literally was so consuming. And I think of now and it's like, yeah, I have to go to the gym every day. Um, and you know, it's hard going to the gym and having that discipline with myself, but like, they're both pretty fucking hard. So like, which one am I going to choose? I'm going to choose the one where I feel better. I'm going to choose the one where I have a better relationship with myself and I'm truly, truly happier. Like that's the heart I'm going to choose. And so I think that that's a big thing that I would tell my old self is like, it's a journey there's ups and there's downs and there literally always will be. Um, but it's something that's so worth it. And I feel like through this journey, I've learned so much about myself. Um, and like I said, just the quality of my life has, en has enhanced so much. And it's so cool that we get to help other women do this because it, it almost like takes me back to where I was when I see these other women overcoming these barriers and pushing themselves and like just being so proud of themselves. Like it's the coolest thing ever. And like I said, it's, it's something your health is something you're going to deal with at one point or another. Like you know, there's no avoiding it. You're going to pay for your health one day or another. It is what it is. Um, so why not learn now what, what are some sustainable habits that are truly just going to enhance the quality of your life? So I know that was kind of a tangent, but um, as far as like the last thing I have on here is advice for anyone getting started. I would say that my advice for anyone getting started is the same advice that I would go back and tell myself. Um, so just know it's a journey, but nobody's going to do it for you. Like you can try to do all of the, um, you know, quick, quote unquote, quick fixes, yo-yo diets. But when it comes down to it, like sustainable habits are what are truly going to last you a lifetime. Sustainable habits are, are what are going to get you to that end goal long-term. Um, yeah, you might lose a lot of weight in a yo-yo diet, but you're probably going to gain it all back. Plus some, and you're probably worsening your relationship with food. You're not really coming up with a solution. You're kind of just putting a bandaid on it. Um, and I think that people think too, like, man, like going to the gym and working on my metabolism and like reverse dieting and all that, like just takes so much time. Like I just want to do things the fast way, but I'm telling you right now, you guys, I spent years doing things the quote unquote fast way. And it got me literally nowhere except for worse in my relationship with food, worse in my relationship with myself, gave me some weird conceived idea of like what the preconceived idea of like what my relationship with food should look like. And, you know, there's such thing as good foods and bad foods. And I have to give up this and I have to give up that. That was actually the long way. What I thought was the short way actually was the long way. Cause it literally got me nowhere. Um, so that would be my advice is just to know that like, no one's going to do it for you. And like, the sooner you get started, the sooner you're going to be so thankful for to yourself. I can't tell you how many times I get on calls with people where I've had calls with them when I first started my business um, and it's been three years and I'm like, yeah, I know we talked three years ago and they even say on these calls, like, man, I wish I would have just done it three years ago. Cause I'd be three years in, I'd have, you know, so much, so much, uh, progress and I would feel so good. And it's just one of those things that like, no one's going to make the choice for you. No one can do it for you. So you just know that's on you. So I know that this was kind of a different episode cause I'm all alone and, um, Avery's not here, but I hope that this kind of resonated with any of you guys. I love talking about just like my health and fitness story and like my journey and where it all began and where I'm at now. Um, but yeah, I'm just, it's, it's such a blessing to be able to do what we do every single day and help all of the women that we get to help. And if you guys ever need help with anything, 
Um, the application to our coaching is always linked in the show notes. You can find it in our Instagram bios. Um, you can always message us too if you have questions on anything. But thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Hopefully, Coach Avery will be back next week and we will see you next Friday. We'll <laughs>